Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cleveland Fandom Podcast. My name is Chris Williams. You can follow Cleveland Fandom Podcast on Twitter at CLE Fandom Pod, on Instagram also at CLE Fandom Pod. Thank you for listening. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, you can rate us, review us, give us five stars, whether that's Apple or Spotify or Google or Breaker or one of the many other options we have. Shout out to Anchor. Um, coming up on this episode of the Cleveland Phantom Podcast, we will talk about week seven games and play a little NFL factor fiction dealing with week six. But first, we have to talk about the Cleveland Browns hosting the Arizona Cardinals uh, in week six's game in Cleveland. Arizona came through, kind of stomped the Browns out 37 to 14 in front of the home fans. Uh, Baker Mayfield was 19 to 28, 234, two touchdowns, one interception. He took five sacks. Uh, Colin Murray was 20 to 30. He had uh, 229 yards, four touchdowns, and two sacks. Uh, good news for the Browns defense. They only hurt, held Colin Murray to six yards rushing. That's something to hang their hat on on a bad defensive day, but we'll get, that to, get to that in a second. Uh, Kareem Hunt, 14 rushes for 66 yards. Donovan Peoples-Jones had four catches for 101 and two touchdowns. Odell Beckham had five catches for 79. On the Cardinals side of things, James Conner had 16 rushes for 71 yards. Chase Edwards had four for 46. A.J. Green came through with the catches. Actually, all three of their, their guys came through with the catches. Uh, A.J. Green had five for 79 one touchdown. Christian Kirk, is it Christian Kirk? It's Christian Kirk, right? Uh, Chris and Kirk came through with five for 75 and one touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins had three for 55 and two touchdowns. To help me break down what the hell happened with the Cleveland Browns and the Arizona Cardinals yesterday's game, I have Jason Roberts here with me. What's going on, Jason? Not much. Uh, Pat Luda joining us once again. What's going on? Yeah, All good, man. All good. Uh, and my brother Everett Williams. What's going on? Not much. <clears throat> Just chilling. All right. Um. So, like I said, 37-14, Cardinals came through in Cleveland, got the win. Uh, Browns looked bad. Baker looked bad. Defense looked bad. And then injuries happened. Like, everybody got hurt. I mean, everybody got hurt. We came into the game with injuries, and then everybody got hurt even more. And if you had injuries, you got more injuries yesterday. Odell got injured. Baker got injured. Hunt got injured. Hunt is out. They say several weeks, could be three, four, five, who knows how many weeks. And you're already coming off a game where Nick Chubb didn't play because he was injured. Uso Cormore also got injured. Jeremiah Uso Cormore got injured. Jack Coughlin was still out. Um, Chris Hubbard was still out. Um, Jedrick Wills was still out. Everybody got injured yesterday. Or or you were already injured yesterday. Um Mainly Conklin and Wills being out and the running game suffering and Baker suffering with the injuries. And if you have two tackles, your two running backs and your quarterback, can the Browns survive or recover from the injuries and the offensive line problems with the injuries? Don't jump on this bullet too. too <laughs> okay, I'll go. I got I got a lot. This, I got a lot. All right, so yes. First of all, terrible, horrible, no good, gay. Coaches, players, injuries, turnovers, penalties. Oh, trust me, I'm going to get to coaches in a minute. Go ahead. Anything that could go wrong 
went wrong. The only person who probably showed up to actually have a decent game was People Jones. Yeah, it's probably the best game Donovan's had in a little bit. But and as bad as the injuries were, coming coming into the now, did you expect for Baker to get hurt in the game? No. Did you expect for Odell to get banged up? No. But you knew coming into the game you didn't have your starting tackles. That's on the coach to game plan for that. He knows Hans and I'm blanking on another guy, 66. Uh, Hudson. 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 Hudson are not as good as Wills and Conklin. It's on him to game plan for that. Are injuries a reason why things can go wrong? Yes, but they're not an excuse. Last year, okay, different situation. Had no receivers for the Jets game, you lose. No one cares. Deal with what you got. Pat knows. Never played the game with no quarterback. <laughs> and you play with what you got. Injuries are not an excuse. There, there can be a reason why things went wrong, but they're not an excuse. Okay. Pat, you want to take uh, take next? Yeah. First, it's felt like about two, three years since Denzer played with a quarterback. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some would say since 1998, but go ahead. No, no. <laughs> you forget Peyton Manning here. <laughs> the shell of Peyton Manning. But you know what? This is not the topic for that. Go ahead. <laughs> 55 touchdowns. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, but, I got those shots. Um. Part of it's the coaches, definitely. I, I think we'll save the defense, especially for last. Yes. With that, with when we talk coaches, wise especially. I did give the defense a little bit of credit for the second quarter because them holding Arizona to field goals when Arizona was getting the ball already in field goal territory kept that game semi-winnable going into, going into the locker room. It could have been a lot worse in that second quarter. I'll, I'll jump in real quick just to say, not only that, I'll give defense credit for one other thing. Coming into the third, coming to open the third quarter, you kept, you got the ball back for your offense. Not that they did nothing with it, yeah. but you gave them a chance to get you back in the game. And mm. then, and then once you have a team, it, when you have a team like Arizona, you can bend and bend and bend, and eventually the floodgates are going to open up. And that's what we saw, you know, after that first or second possession in the third quarter. But aside from that, that was rough. Um, We can talk about coaches and we can talk about injuries, but there has the biggest, I want to say biggest because there's a lot of problems. A big problem is that clock in Baker Mayfield's head is nowhere near what it needs to be. He was under pressure. Mm-hmm. He he knew he should have been under pressure. Is he, that is he, that simply because I don't have my usual tackles to protect me? But even when he escaped it, I know we mentioned something about checkdowns yesterday, uh-huh. and that was one. Th- I mean, those that fumble, that first fumble, he escaped the pocket and like stopped, like he got out there and stopped. Like these guys are still chasing you, man. And then he got hit from behind, fumbled the ball. And then he threw an interception about 30 yards over, you know, and then he fumbled again on this uh, same type of play where I'm sitting there going, dude. In, in that, you, fir- that first one, I'm like, I, I don't know if he, because, you know, it's not like we have access to all 22, but I don't know mm-hmm. if he was rolling out and he stopped because he was looking to throw it somewhere or, or what, what. But it's like know. somewhere you either have to throw a check down or just throw the ball out of bounds. And, yeah, he got sacked a lot, and a lot of it was in the offensive line, and a lot of it was because they have guys that, probably aren't true NFL players 
Right. And and not to say they're not good because they're the best no. damn you know. They're but you know, like okay, James Hudson, for example, is technically our fifth tackle. Yeah. yeah. He could be a great tackle, but he's not it right now. No. Not as a rookie. He's and not. He's was, not at that point right th- now. That's what I saw a lot, and that's why I put a lot on Baker yesterday, even under the the circumstances that he was in is the interception was horrible and the two fumbles were him getting away. And then it's like, man, you have to learn to play another down or get rid of it and punt or do something with the ball other than hold it for an extra three seconds. When you know the defense is already broken protection, they're in the backfield and they're coming to crush you especially knowing that you're already banged up on the left side. Mm-hmm. And, and don't tell me that linebackers and stuff don't know when oh, a quarterback's know. hurt they see and it. when they get a free shot. Like, even if you're not hit and you're just getting up off the ground, they mm-hmm. see it when you like, mm, that little wince. They, yeah. s- they see it. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I put on Baker yesterday. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be apologist, dude, but do you think it's because of some of the routes that are being done in the play calling – has him holding on to the ball a little bit longer than he should be. It could be, but, I mean, if we jump back to that this Chargers game, he was looking early as even a first read to get uh-huh. out to hunt. And in this yeah. game, maybe they told him, hey, don't, we got to go downfield more. We got to get vertical more. And maybe that's why Peoples-Jones was involved. Because yeah, they might have been thinking like, well, they're looking for the screen. So mm-hmm. you can't make that your first. And also yeah. the other thing, and I think, I forget which offensive lineman. I think it was Batonio that said it today. That said a lot of the card. What a lot of what the Cardinals did was they lined up six on the line mm-hmm. and said Hunt is not going to beat us, and we don't think. I'm not saying Batonio said that, but to me, when you go when you run a six two five or a, what is it six two three or something like that, what they mm-hmm. ran when they run that six two, that says we're only worried about your running game. That your well, quarterback isn't going to beat us because he doesn't have have it to beat us. They have not proven over the last, well, probably since Chicago. Actually, since the Kansas City game, they have not proven that they can throw downfield at all. No. And if, until you do, no one's going to respect it. I wouldn't. Um, I'm, I'll stop some. the run. I'll worry about the tight ends if they catch the ball, but I'm not worried about anybody past 20 yards. Exactly, and I think that's one of the reasons to, to answer the question is I think maybe that's why he had to hold on to the ball is because they put eight nine in the box and said, you either run the ball and we stuff you, or if you try to look for checkdowns, we know where you're going with it. And he had no option but to try to read a defense and try to hit Odell Beckham Jr. that he, for whatever reason, doesn't want to hit. And... That was it, and again, we can go on with coaching, especially on defense. We mm-hmm. can go on from for some stuff with the injuries, and we can definitely talk about some refereeing in this game. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But, oh, but, but, <laughs> oh, but Baker was bad. There's but no, Baker no, there's was no, just there's uh, no two ways around. He was bad, mm-hmm. and there's no reason to sugarcoat it or pretend that he wasn't. People, people here at the table, people that we know, always accuse me as being the Baker apologist, and I'll never say nothing bad about Baker. Pat, you see me? Mm-hmm. Baker played back. Okay. <laughs> that's, I think that's twice this season. No. no. <laughs> I think it's twice this season. You know what? Um, He's cutting my mic, isn't he? No, I'm not okay. cutting your mic. <laughs> I was like, Baker Reagan Mayfield played bad. There you go. That's a rough. 
That's I, I said it. It's <laughs> on tape. <laughs> Even though we don't use tape, but it's on tape. <laughs> yeah. um, Jason, I'm not going to ask you, but I am going to ask you about what, what I'm you know, about to throw out there, let you jump in and everything. Um, okay. Quarterback injured. Two tackles injured. Two running backs injured. At least two wide receivers injured. Can any of this be overcome by Thursday's game against Denver? Yes. Simple as that? Yes. Just a matter of a game plan? Yes. Good. I'm glad you said that. Um, so last year, Baker was great towards the end of the year because, you know, the playoff wins and getting into the playoffs and being Pittsburgh, blah, 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 blah. Um, actually, he's pretty great first two weeks. And then something magical happened that we don't know about. Maybe with some type of injury in that second game and the play between with him and the play with the offense and excluding the Minnesota game, the play with the defense has gone down ever since. Is is it all on the players, you know, the Bakers in the in the offense and offensive line, or is it it's Kevin Stefanski, right? Like you're the coach of the year. We know you're great, but at certain points, you got to come up with a new game plan because they know Cleveland. It everybody knows Cleveland's a running team. Everybody knows Cleveland has two of the best running backs in the league. But if everybody knows they're running, all we got to do is make sure we stop your run because that's your only game plan. Unless uh, you're going to game plan for something else, and Kevin Stefanski has not game plan for something else. Yes or no? Absolutely. He's got to come up as soon as today and tomorrow because you have a game on Thursday. You have to come up with a new, different game plan, and you got to do it now because if you say, well, we're going to go out Thursday night primetime against the Denver Broncos and run the ball with Demetrius Felton and run the ball with DeAndre Johnson, it was like, okay, fine. We'll just stop them and we'll win the game. The only defense I will give for Stefanski. They came out to start the game at empty backfield because they knew they were trying to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Now, what plays are, what plays should have been ran, who the ball should have went to, no idea. But the players didn't execute. I'm just saying. And after two series of that, you're down 17, and whatever game plan you had was out the window. And they need a better game plan because, they, it's like I say, it's been figured out by the other teams. There, it, and there's no – I'm not – I don't want to be trickeration team, but there's no jet sweeps no more. They're, they're, Baker isn't rolling out like it used to be last year. They're, it's just run the ball off the guards, off the tackles, and run straight. Maybe you get a, maybe get a, a toss or something and run the ball, and maybe you get a slant or a hook over. Like, that's not going to be enough. You got to do more with the play calling and, and mix it up to surprise people because if you don't, you're going to get what you had yesterday. Where oh, we, It's like, remember Tech Ball? Remember you guessed the exact play and it's an automatic blitz? That's what the Browns feel like right now. We know what's coming. You're going to try to run the ball? Fine, we'll stop that because you're not going to throw it because your, your coach isn't game-playing throws like that. And when he does, it's not enough time because the quarterback is not scared, but like you said, he's not making decisions quick enough. <laughs> and he can't make decisions quick enough already, and he's not making decisions quick enough with fourth-string and fifth-string tackle protecting them. Yeah. And- so – yeah, and again, it was it's funny because we didn't pod we didn't pod last week. Yeah, I kind of wanted to, but I wanted yeah, to save it. Up I, for I think now. we all kind of had some <laughs> stuff too. But I was watching the Chargers game, and d- during that, I I don't know what happened. Like 
I'm watching a 27 to 13 game and I'm already getting my little monologue together mm-hmm. talking about how great of a job Stefanski did because a couple of days before then it came out that Baker dislocated his shoulder, which turns, which is turned out to be a torn turn, labrum. Tor- yeah. and, and now it is a torn labrum. Yeah, then it is a torn labrum. And I watched them in that first half and it was quick throws. It was bootlegs to get him out of the pocket. It was, where was, it was that stu- yesterday? It was stuff like that where I'm like, this is how you don't get your quarterback hit. Mm-hmm. You get him out of the pocket. You run play action. You run quick slants. You run screens. They, that, that screen in Njoku works 100% of the time, it mm-hmm. seems like, when he looks like he blocks, and instead of going out, he actually turns in more towards the center, and he's... And, open, and, and, and shout out to David Njoku, because he's really shown that, hey, I want to be tight end number one on this yeah, team. And he is right now. I mean, Austin Hooper's an after, afterthought to mm-hmm. me, but... Um, uh, like I said, and then all of a sudden the Chargers score and then the Browns go, okay, let's, let's scrap exactly what's gotten us 27 points right, right now. And again, they obviously scored 42, but, that's but the thing, at like, the same time, it was everything it, you just said, they scored 42 points. Why did you not apply that to the game against to, Arizona to, uh, game against Arizona? Yeah. And I know they were down 17, nothing early, but I didn't see any of that. And that's what. Like I said, middle of the third quarter, I'm sitting there like, oh, next time we podcast, I'm giving Kevin Stefanski a ton of credit for saying, hey, my quarterback's banged up. I'm going to write a perfect game plan, script these plays to make sure that he doesn't get hit. And then from the fourth quarter of that Chargers game, especially the last two drives with the draw and things like that, and then this game, I'm like, man. like, And again, I don't want to – it's it's a combination of things. Like yeah, I said, it, it, it really is because it's not all Safansky, it's not all Baker, it's a combination of both. It's I mean Odell's getting separation. I know <laughs> for whatever reason Odell's not too liked for some reason. I mean, but he's getting separation. And he can't find him. Uh, it's just yeah, it was just a mess oh, yesterday. Everybody was bad. While, while we're on Stefanski, can I throw one other thing out there? It's criticism. <clears throat> I don't give a damn what the analytics say. Stop going for it on fourth down. Get, take yeah. the points. Get the field goal. That that was, yeah. Stop going on for it on every fourth down. Yeah. That get, was, get some points on the board. Yeah, you, start, you always take the points. In college, you screw around with that kind of stuff. I know I know. he likes to be, you know, the younger ones like Staley in, in Los Angeles. They and like yeah. to be aggressive yeah, with fourth Staley. down, but – I don't have it's a It's not always there for you. I don't have a problem with them going for a fourth down in general. In the last two weeks, it's obvious your offense is not working. It's not clicking. Something is not right. So when you're in a position to get points now, you have to take the points. Get points, and sometimes is, football is a field position game. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Whether it's take the field goal and you kick it off or you punt it away, but you don't always have to go for it on fourth down. Yeah, I know – He's been silent, just soaking in all the criticisms we have for the Browns. But, Jason, go ahead. Um, thoughts on the Browns' injuries and offensive line problems in the Baker play and Stephen, 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 Kevin Stefanski's uh, play calling. Go, do you have anything to jump in on? Who the hell cares? Y'all bashed my team. <laughs> and I kept saying y'all fools are going down that same trap. I picked y'all to be 5-0, and, and that should have been our first loss. Mm-hmm. 
Everybody kept saying I was wrong. I keep telling y'all, Stefanski is not choking out opponents, and it's going to come back and bite y'all. That's it. I, n- I never thought we'd be 5-0 or 6-0 or anything. Y'all no. should have been. Y'all were blowing out the Chiefs. I'm the only one here who picked the Browns to be the over Chiefs. the Chiefs, yeah. and they blew it. Why? Stefanski is choking. And you know why he's choking? He's not doing the one thing that puts fear in the NFL. Hmm. He stops. They're not stopping y'all. And once you make yeah. your offense non-aggressive and then you say go, guess what happens? Mistakes. Because I'm not Mistakes. saying – obviously um, Demetri Felton and Dearness Johnson are not on the level of Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb, right? Mm-hmm. But if Kareem has 14 rushes – Maybe the other two can get at least five or seven. You're a running team. Run the ball. And guess what they're not doing? They're not taking advantage of the simple fact that teams said, okay, you can't pass. Run. What happens to the misdirection jet sweeps that I used to run? That's what I'm saying. He's not that that creative guy at the moment. Like, go back to what you did last year to make things work. You don't need to have to go back to last year. Go back to what Pat said. Go back to last week and what but, made things work. But it all stems with the one thing. He's not trying to make the NFL hate him. Y'all should have dropped 60 on the Chiefs. So what? They're mad. Y'all mm-hmm. should have dropped 75 on the Chargers. So what? They're mad. Make teams Fear you, because guess what? That's what a lot of these good teams do. You're beat before you hit that field sometimes. Right. And I knew Arizona was going to pull out that damn 6-2-3, because guess who pulled it out on y'all? We did. The first game in Hans Field, they're like, oh, no, y'all fools ain't going to be running it down our throats. And they put that 6-2-3, and guess what it does? It confuses your quarterback because he can no longer see the hot routes. So other than going north and south or misdirection, sending your tight end and the receiver up underneath or send it deep to stretch that middle linebacker out of there. And, hey, I'm so sorry, David and Joker. Chief, you've been balling. Mm -hmm. I said he would be your weak link. Nope. No, he has come through. It's, it's been Stefanski. He's come through so much that obviously not trade deadline because it's not the NBA or baseball. But offseason, you might actually have to explore like, what can I get for Austin Hooper? Yeah, because yeah. right now, I st- I mean I can't make no excuses for y'all. I don't care y'all injured. So what? My Steelers is banged up. We're three and three, and guess what? That's about right. Yeah. Um, it's October. You was talking about, you know, scare people, but it's hard to scare people when in the last two weeks your defense has given up 84 points. Because the coach <laughs> has taken the aggression out of the offense. Your offense is aggressive. Guess what comes more aggressive? Your defense. They're rested. Oh, y'all ain't going to show us out. We're going to get out here and ball. But with them giving up 84 points, it's what? Bad tackling, bad Playing zone all the time. Like, 
Quote, miscommunications. Miscommunications, yeah. especially in the last two games with wide receivers running wide ass open. How do you not cover DeAndre Hopkins? Um, I mean, that, that touchdown. In the last two weeks, have you seen, yes, this is hyperbole and I'm overblowing it. Have you seen as much wide open receiver play now or when they were 1-31? and 31? So, Somehow. <laughs> Right it now. seems like so somehow Ronnie Harrison has forgot to cover Mike Williams and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Only thing I'm saying Harrison though. might be playing a little too aggressive. He needs to change his play style. And I want to say it's Troy, it might be Troy Hill, but it might be John, John Johnson. They're better like coming off the line of scrimmage, not John, 20, Johnson 30 yards. Yeah, yeah 20, John, John. 20, 30 yards back. That's yeah. not his game. Yeah. That, that's how he played. That's how he excelled in Los Angeles last yeah, year. Johnson not, was up. That's, right behind. That's, who who do we got, have that got, had, yeah. what, what, had somebody playing, what, 20, 30 yards off the line? Jabril oh, uh, Peppers. 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 <laughs> no, but I'm saying the coach. Who was that? Was Greg. that Greg Williams? Greg. Yeah. Double G. <laughs> yep. Greg Gugu. Greg Gugu. Yeah. Johnson Johnson is that guy who's in Los Angeles where you can see a linebacker, and right behind that linebacker is him. And he can come up and make a play. He can drop back if he needs to. He can hit the flats if he needs to. And they're trying to put him as a true free safety mm-hmm. back there, yeah. and they're they're getting twisted twist as much as much maligned as Joe Woods is right now. On some of those plays, that's just them. That's got to be a player it. too. It, yeah, it, that, like you said, because if my, it's there's not no, one, it's is a yeah, combination. Yeah, that is either miscommunication or something wrong with the scheme where they shout something because uh, the only normally I I blame the players first. They're out there. They're executing, or they should be executing. Well, if they're executing the scheme, there's a, yeah, a but, faulty scheme. Then, but it's, if, you know, three two weeks in a row, there's been four wide receivers wide ass open. If the players cannot communicate the scheme correctly, then you need to do something with that scheme. Yep. It's yep. beyond that. There is no aggression in this team no more. I, I'm telling you, last year. The Browns were really picking fights with that O line. I mean, it, to the point where I was listening to people going, "Why would they're going to get a penalty?" And I'm just like, "Yes, get that penalty. Establish your dominance." There is no aggression. Once your O line loses its aggression, everybody loses it. But at the same time, going back to scheme, um, if it's a faulty scheme and they're executing a faulty scheme, you're going win nothing but. It feels like if Miles and Clowney and the line don't do nothing, then well, what are we supposed to do? What do your job? You yeah. can't depend on Miles and Clowney in, in the offense in the defensive line every damn yeah. time. And Miles got his eighth sack yesterday. Clowney's always been disruptive. He's not right. putting up the stats, but he's disrupting. He's had enough. a good season. You're yeah. not at McDowell did good. I mean, you're getting you're you're, you're getting you're, production you're, out of your top five or six guys. Yeah, up there. Your front's doing their job. Yeah. Your scheme is where your the back, secondary the, the back is, end is, fall, is yeah. completely fell apart because of the simple fact. And a lot of his bad tackling too. That now that was my team yesterday. That was a clinic on quit chopping down with the daggone receivers. <laughs> but I'm telling you, your team has lost its aggression. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, Denver's going to mollywop y'all. You just said earlier they can get back on track. Denver, <laughs> but guess what? Not on offense. 
Denver's going to come in here with that defense and literally go, we're just going to get penalties and punch you in the face until you quit. Um, so, Pat. Yeah. You're the Bronco guy, but be the Cleveland guy for now. What will it take to get the defense back on track as soon as Thursday? As soon as Thursday? The f- you still have a pass rush, and Denver's banged up on the right side. Big time right now, too. Mm-hmm. So you can take advantage of that with Miles and Clowney. Is, is Teddy Bridgewater, right? Yeah, Bridgewater still. I, I, think I know I, he, he was banged up earlier in the season, but he's still there, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think they're going to stick with him at least for this week just because it's a short week. You know, the way they've been. I mean, they've lost three straight. So there is some chiming going on to put, lock in just to see if he's got anything to offer. But I think on a short week, you're just, it's going to be Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's I mean, the good thing with that is, especially with no Judy, because I don't think he'll be back yet. He just got activated off IR, but again, short week, he's not going to come back for Thursday. Oh, we know about that, Jar- yeah. Jarvis Landry. Yeah, <laughs> um, is is at least Denver doesn't have much vertical. You can at least keep. That's how the defense could get. In it, because there really is no reason to have Johnson and Hill and those guys out in the secondary playing too far off. Right. Like, you can't put Johnson 15 yards off and act act him to be a true free safety when most of the time, if it's third and 12, Denver likes to hit the little slants and see if Sutton or Fant can turn up for the first down. They're not throwing 15 yards down the field with Bridgewater. They're not throwing 25 yards down the field. They have a few times... But that's when they got down 24-7. And they said, we have no choice but to. But their normal game plan is for Bridgewater to be 8 of 9 for 68 yards after the first quarter, you know. And we we said this needs to be, not could be, this needs to be their get-right game as far as the Browns go. And And screw your scheme. What's Troy Hill's strength? What's John Johnson's strength? What's Greg Newsom's strength? What's Denzel Ward's strength? Play to their strengths, not to your scheme. Yeah. And that's it. And, and, and like I said, it is a perfect get-right game. Denver's lost three straight. I mean, it and games have been closer, but they still haven't been that competitive. Mm-hmm. They get off to slow starts, so if the Browns can get off to a fast start at home Thursday night. And honestly, I don't even know if I need a fast start because it, once we get a fast start, it seems like we start to tail off. Yeah, I need something steady and consistent. Mm-hmm. Pick a fight. Mm-hmm. Not picking mm-hmm. fights. Mason Rudolph ain't on the field to throw helmets at. Listen, uh, <laughs> listen, y'all think I'm playing? I'm sorry. I'm being very serious. The Browns' O-line is taking it. Yeah. taking it. Go initiate this contact. But if your that, fifth tackle gets, your fifth tackle, gets something they're, happens. They're, but you're playing a perfect team to get away with it for now. Maybe, but again, you're playing number four and number five. So I mean, what? My Steelers have been doing oh, it all I just, year. Again, like I said, there's injuries are a reason, but they're not an excuse. And that's my point. So they if have you to, know you can't go they east have to and find west. a way to work with what they got. Well, going off of injuries and excuses, <clears throat> many fans in Cleveland still support Baker Mayfield and the team, obviously, and many fans feel differently at the moment. Um, a lot of people feel like they can move on from Baker Mayfield at one point, at some point soon. What would be the plan for this team who people for people that do not like Baker Mayfield? Like what's what is the best plan of action? 
there are only three options. None of them are likely. Watson, Rodgers, Wilson. And none of them are likely. And if they are, you're going to have to trade not only Mayfield, but you're going to have to trade picks. You're oh, going you're, to have to trade other players. You're looking at at least two number ones. You're, you're looking at two, Halls probably for the other three, team. and a couple players. You're you're giving up a lot, considering that there's as we talked about earlier. There's probably at least six teams that will be happy to bid on any of those guys if they become free. Free, so the ante will keep going up and up. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be. It wouldn't be cheap. And like I said, I don't think it's really likely, but those are your those are your only real realistic, semi realistic options. And guess what? The NFL has a way of neutralizing it, getting out of hand. Y'all, we've all seen it before. Everybody just backs out. The players are discontent. They don't want to be here. Okay, we'll just wait until they tell you cut <laughs> me or I'm gone. And that's also that's also assuming that the teams are completely in control, which we know what Wilson and Rodgers are not. Rodgers could easily say, just to make Pat happy, I'm going to Denver. You make it happen. I'm going to Denver. And that takes that eliminates Cleveland, Miami, Charlotte, et cetera. I know, but at the same time, you got to realize, this is not the Cleveland Browns of the early 90s or the early 2K. Mm-hmm. This – all of that BS, Cleveland ain't sexy, is out the window. Oh, I'm not saying that's it's the nice. I'm just saying that those those three are your best options, but all three are not. Because, because you would not put money on one, any of those three happening. Because, I mean, if it's not Deshaun Watson considered, no, if he gets clear, if it's not Russell Wilson, if it's not Aaron Rodgers, then what are you going to do? You're going to be like, well, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. I'd rather have Matt Ryan. No, like, you're I'm, not bad enough to get a top pick. So, what is your option? What's your best plan of action for the guy that you don't want here? So, how do you replace him with who? You may, at this point, have to do it the Pittsburgh Steeler way. Remember, we was stuck with Tommy Maddox and all of that crap. And how did we survive? You go ahead and you become uber-aggressive in two phases. Y'all actually are the best uber-aggressive running team in the league, mm-hmm. hands down. Your defense is capable of replicating your offense with being uber-aggressive and just saying, okay, we know we don't got the talent to stop all of you. We're just going to knock out your quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's now time for Cleveland to become, as everybody keeps saying, they are the big, bad dog pound. Because right now, y'all just puppies being kicked. It's been I'm a rough sorry. few weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And well, the, this is going back to the team overall. I was going to say coaching and Baker because those are the two people who always get the credit or the blame. But the team overall has been but pretty the team, good. Well, the team overall. Shaky. When you don't. And that's being nice. Stay they, your name. They have to learn <laughs> how to beat good teams. Beating up Houston and Chicago was fine. But if you want to be considered a strong playoff team, Got to beat the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Chargers, et cetera, et cetera. And until they, until they, I hate the cliche, learn how to win. But until they learn how to win, it's going to it's that it's going to keep coming up. The one good thing I can take out of yesterday is that it's a non-conference game. So losing to the Cardinals doesn't bother you at all. That was the only <laughs> silver <laughs> lining. <laughs> That's like the only good thing I can find to take out of that game yesterday, Pat. Best plan of action for people that want to move on from Baker Mayfield. 
there isn't really any, and I'm on the like I, I'm not I'm on the fence because I know. because that's it, why I kind of want to give yeah, you the floor to just exactly. And I I've always said it's going to be really really interesting to see which way they go because they're it, they're kind of pigeonholed into not giving him a big contract, using that fifth that fifth option that fifth year option. Mm-hmm. And possibly franchising, just I for think, just just I, to honestly, buy time. I think it might come down to a franchise this time. It, I think it will. And I know, <laughs> I know you didn't like this analogy, but it <laughs> last okay. week. You know what? Since we didn't do a pod, you know, for the charge, mm-hmm. go ahead and get your analogy off. I, I, this, this, I will. And I will. I will. <laughs> I will this, well, this, did this, did I everybody will. listen? He's going to fully explain. So just I will ride with. Explain this. <laughs> This feels like what happened at the University of Michigan with John Harbaugh this year. Because when Harbaugh was, uh, when, when they hired him back in 2014, right, yeah, pretty much all the hype was on Michigan. That was their turning point. They got their guy. They got their alumni. They got a top five coach. That won his ass off at Stanford, won his ass off at San Diego State, won his ass off when he went to the NFL at San Francisco. He had three things to do. Make Michigan nationally relevant again. Beat Ohio State. Win the Big Ten. Six years in, nothing. They gave him a contract extension. People said, eyebrows got raised. And they said, why? Why would you? He disappointed. He didn't live up to the hype. He didn't do what you hired him to do. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Michigan under him has been a very stable program. They win nine games a year. They've been in the national title hunt going into November, and then they usually lose two out of the last four. And they have, he's still recruiting. They're, they're not losing recruits. They're not losing fans. They're not losing alumni and boosters and donor money. They're turning out, not only are they getting good recruits, but they're putting guys in the NFL. So they're actually making good on these recruits. And when you look at it, you go, okay, Michigan beforehand knows what it's like to, to be near the damn bottom. And, yeah, it's a risk to let Harbaugh go. And then you go, hey, I might get the next guy that could actually go ahead and beat Ohio State, get to the Big Ten Championship, and get to the playoffs. Or I get Brady Hoke 2.0. Or (laughs) I get Rich Rodriguez 2.0, where that was an absolute disaster. And that's what I think, if, if, again, if Baker – ultimately ends up playing like this throughout the se- I mean, he turned it on the last the second half of the season last year. And then obviously this conversation is null. I got a, but it's a similar analogy, but it's, it's in the NFL, Kirk cousins, Washington thought he, he was good with Washington, mm-hmm. but they never paid him because they weren't convinced. Mm-hmm. Eventually he let him go. And now they're, they got, they drafted for a quarterback. Yeah. They drafted Haskins. Let him go. No, Heineke traded for Alex Smith. Got some service yeah. time out, of, or he got some service time out of Alex Smith, but mm. the injury and his he was old. He was getting up there in age anyway. Haskins 
that turned out to be bad off off the field yeah. stuff even direct uh, had to go for ryan fitzpatrick he got injured now they're at Heineke, like I said, it's right. so I think ultimately you don't really do anything with Baker because, and I think that's one of the reasons why fans are still supporting him mm-hmm. because it's not so much they think he's going to be that guy or he is that guy. They just need him and want him to be that guy because they know Kessler, they know Kaiser, they know Whedon, they know Manziel. The entire I, 29. I can go, yeah, yeah I, we can go on and it's like, do you risk, hey, you're a 9 10 win team. Are you a Super Bowl team? Probably not. Are you going to win the division this year? Probably not. But the thing uh, but is, like. You're not going to be this 1-31 team. Or you're not going to be drafting in the top five. Mm-hmm. We're not doing mock drafts and putting a quarterback to Cleveland. Right. So for the first time in however many years, you got a guy that is at least worth holding on to and that's how it is and I understand why people are against it because yeah as a number one pick especially when you got guys like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson in that draft when you draft a guy number one you're expecting by year four to be that franchise and ready to give them that big new contract and I understand why guys are looking at this guy like man this guy is not good and see and see that's the weird part because if we're being honest and open and, and you know, Baker make Baker Mayfield is a good to very good quarterback. He can be. But he does have to have pretty much all the offensive line going right mm-hmm. and all the running backs going right and all the wide receivers are going right to be that very, very good quarterback. Yeah. I'll admit that. I'll throw that out there mm-hmm. for everybody that, you know, <laughs> certain people that we know, maybe no that, names, friends yeah. of ours, but, you know. <laughs> And not just one, but it's multiple. Yeah. But he can't be a very good quarterback. He does need everything to go right, whether it's the yeah. offensive line or the weapons or whatever. But that doesn't mean he can't win. Yeah, he can. Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback if everything goes right. Matt Ryan is a very good quarterback if everything goes right. Ryan Tannehill is a very good quarterback if everyone everything goes right. And that's not everybody is going to come out and be Lamar Jackson. Not everybody's going to come out and be Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Everybody can't be that guy. And not everybody's going to be, you know, Dan Marino or Joe Montana. Sometimes you're going to have somebody that's a little bit lesser but still can get the job done if everything yeah. around him goes correct. It and is. guess what? That's what I've been saying about the man. I just said the one thing I wish he would do is quit getting in these daggone fake battles. It's like only time you see this dude concentrate on the game if he's mad at the opposing coach. This man has to have something more than just I'm mad at your coach gimmick to succeed. And right now he's not showing it. I feel bad for mm. you, your brother, and a couple other diehard Browns fans because I like y'all. But I'm looking at this. So nice. For real, I'm looking at this like, kick this team in the face. I mean, I, I, I really feel bad that people think when I'm saying the Browns need to be a little bit more aggressive and pick a fight. I'm saying no. Establish yourself as that badass team that you know if you want to get a win here, you got to leave out of here hurt. Until they do that, it's going to be that way. 
Right oh. now, I don't see how in the hell this team. I am not is disagreeing bad. with you as far as the, I guess the right word, mental or physical toughness. The problem comes back to okay on the defensive end. If the front the front five four are doing their jobs, but the backside is breaking down completely, it goes away. If the front That's if the defense is getting off the field. Like the first two series of the third quarter yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, but the offense does nothing when they get off the field, so they're back out there after three plays. It yeah. goes, it goes away. Yeah. And the, and that's where the going back to the beginning yeah. of, the, of the episode. That's where the combination comes from. It's yeah. not just the quarterback; it's the play calling. If the offense, it's the defense, yeah. it's the running backs, it's, it's the, the wide receiver, yeah, it's, it's everybody the, together. And the biggest problem, I think, the other thing too, and I think that's worth the criticism of Baker is when every other thing is breaking down, you kind of turn to the quarterback, make a play, and he just doesn't have it right yeah. now. He just does not have it. And, and even even if he does have it, he feels like because of the injury and because I don't have my usual tackles protecting me, I feel like I can't make the play right now. Yeah. And like, that's because he's not, wow, he's underutilizing David Njoku. That's what you do when your tackles are Njoku, gone. Though. It's bigger yeah. than no, I'm, I know it is, but at the same time, think about it. The Steelers actually had to sit they had to sit um, Eric Ebron and just put Fairmove in because you got to have your tight end work in the middle. Mm-hmm. Whenever Cleveland does that, do you ever notice how smooth and everything opens up? The moment they go away from that, they just slow down. Even your running game is dependent on your tight end being able to abuse these linebackers. You know, I'll take what you're saying, but using the tight ends and we're saying use the running games and everything – to bring it back to, because we need to move on, bring it back to Denver at Cleveland this Thursday, because we're recording this on a Monday night. Um, go back to what works with you. With the, like Pat said in the Chargers again, go back to what works and protect Baker with all you need to. If he, if he's the quarterback that's playing, because it might be Keenum, but it might be Baker, protect him with what works. Use your running game. Use your screens. Use your jet sweeps. Use your tight ends. Use what works. Use what got you those 42 points. Quick, short passes. Quick, if that's what you drops, get the ball out of his hands, hopefully get him to some kind of a rhythm mm-hmm. where he can get a little bit of his confidence going, and then you can try to open up the passing game some. Because, again, if I'm Denver, I'm sitting on everything under 15 yards. And especially if, well, not if, Hunt's not playing, but if Chubb is also not playing, Denver's not going to be scared of Demetri Felton. Denver's not going to be scared of Dearness Johnson, so use other things that work for you. Murray and Baltimore, prime example. Don't got to be scary. Just got to use it. Just got to use, use what you got. Use what you got. Um, so real quick, around Broncos at Browns, I'm going to go get right game, but not an explosive game, 2017 Browns. E, what you got? If Stefan, Stefanski is really – well, he was, he is the reigning coach of the year. So this, this is the game to prove it. So, I will go 17-10 Browns. Jason, what you got? If Denver's defense is willing to eat at least three penalties, Denver. If Cleveland's offense is willing to take on five just mean, nasty O-line penalties, Cleveland. It's 50-50. This is do or die for uh, both. 
And right now, I want to know who's willing to sacrifice looking good and just get dirty. What's the score? The winner, 21, loser, 14. Don't know who. (laughs) Don't know. (laughs) I'm just going with the score. Pat, your Broncos at my Browns. Yep. What's your score? I'm going to go with 23 to 20 Broncos. Oh. Mainly because I can't (laughs) take the Browns. (laughs) <laughs> but I have uh, it's like if, if, we, was, we if, had, this, if this is Browns Raiders you'd like Browns but yeah, Broncos it's, it's, uh, <laughs> as much as we just had a 15 minute therapy session about the Browns <laughs> I, I've been having a, a big therapy session about my Broncos <laughs> and I have no confidence that Fangio it, I mean we're, we're married and I don't know what the coaching scheme is I don't know what the breakdown is I don't know so I don't really have any confidence that Denver can but yeah two coaches that need to prove themselves and go back to the drawing board two, to get their play calling two back coaches, on this two defenses set. two quarterbacks yeah. pretty much everybody yeah. um, except for the one thing Cleveland still has the better running backs even though they're the backups Use no. what you yeah, got. I, I, I don't. No. I can't. That's I can't true. be that. that is disrespectful. not true. Look, at I all. cannot be that disrespectful to yeah. no, I won't go that far. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Man, yeah. come on now. That's it. Moving on. Let's we do a, do a quick uh, rookies that don't have three point eight <laughs> yards per carry that were picked in the first round. Guess what? <laughs> this is rookies on. are always some of the dangerous people. Let's move on. Um, week six NFL factor fiction. All right. Doesn't matter who answers, just jump in. Fact or fiction, Brian Flores will be fired before Urban Meyer loses his job. If he gets fired, yes, because Chad Khan really wants Urban to work. He needs strippers then. <laughs> just, just say the word. You know, I, I say fiction. I, I, man, it's tough, though, because I think Meyer will outlast the season. Flores actually turned that team around. They're just having a disappointing season, mm-hmm. and I think I think it's going to come down to Tua. Honestly, like if and if you're Brian Flores, I don't know if I will put all my faith in Tua. Yeah, and, but he, yeah. I think he has to. But he I has think, to. But that's the thing. I think he has to, and I think it's going to. It's all going to be about how Tua performs because you have to put all your eggs in that basket and just ride it. Nobody, uh, if I told you it is on Tua to save your job, how would you feel right now? I'm getting my resume together. <laughs> I know we've just been a, uh, I don't, can't even count how many minutes talking about all those things Baker can't do, which are true. But two of might actually be under more pressure than than him. Yeah. You know what the funny part about this is? Didn't we go through like two years of tank for Tua? We, yeah, we did go <laughs> yeah. through tank for Tua. And it's funny because I know, again, as much as we talk about Baker getting drafted and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are in that draft – Tua got sandwiched between Burrow and Herbert. <laughs> and, and, and wait, and Tua is clearly the best quarterback. And it was tank for Tua <laughs> until that hip injury. Right. Yeah. And then Burrow took over as the number one. They still took Tua. I, like we were, and then a Justin Herbert goes right after him. I remember him. all those headlines, all those tweets, all those stories. Tua is clearly the best quarterback. Jalen Hurts Her- transferred look, because of Tua. <laughs> he kicked Hurts out. Justin Herbert has no chance of competing with him with Tua for being the number one pick. Joe Burrow, he's just a he's a one year wonder flashes pick. Yeah. Tua's the real deal, and and now where are we at? Ooh, yeah. And now now the coach is about to lose his job as a dude. While we're talking about 
Burrow and Herbert possibly top 10 quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> of fact or fiction, the Kansas City Chiefs are still not back on track. Fact. Fact. Yeah. You got to beat someone like got to beat someone better than Washington. And <laughs> struggling against yeah. Washington. 31-13 didn't do that, that, did it, that score justice. If, if, if you only look at the score and then watch that game. Yeah, you watch, you look at the score, you go, hey, hey, hey not, a, not a bad bounce back game. You're like, no. Like, no. Watch those interceptions that he threw and trying to – nope. I have never seen Patrick Mahomes look like Brandon Whedon before in my life. And he Until was. he threw that one <laughs> – that one interception was – ooh. Gross. That that sums up. Gross. Uh, fact or fiction, Green Bay and Tampa Bay are the best all-around NFC teams. Fiction. Fiction. I want – man, I don't want – because I know – You know who it is. I know who it just, is. Just, it hurts to say it. It, it, it. Tampa Bay is one, and I really want Green Bay because I always pick them to win the Super Bowl because it's egregious that Rodgers only has one. The one I think but, you're talking about, I got one coming up for them. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm gonna let me go fact. Let me do fact. Tampa Bay and Green and Tampa Green Bay, Bay and Green Bay because Green Bay's at least they they got skunked in in week one and have looked have looked NFC Championship ish ever since. Uh, fiction. Fact or fiction? The Las Vegas Raiders can overcome the John Gruden fiasco and make the playoffs. Because mm. of the divisions, yeah, they can. I think well, they're three and three now, or no? no four and two. Four and two. two. Four and two. They yeah, can. They so. can. They can. Uh, yeah, they can get in. They're they, uh, they're tied with uh, the Chargers. Chargers right now. Yeah, they're, they're good, especially now that there's seven teams that make the playoffs, and it might have been because it's my team, and we're not that good. But they didn't look like they missed a beat without Gruden on that sidelines. On, I mean. It was twenty four seven in the third. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they didn't look. I, like, I was going to text you about that game. I was like, nah, I'm gonna leave them alone. It's yeah, because this should not be happening. But no, no, that's and like I said, they didn't. They looked like they didn't miss a beat. And I think I think Carr is that same kind of quarterback we talk about as far as cousins and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. as long as everything's working good, that dude is a pretty damn good quarterback. Perfect example. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is not Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, but maybe he's more Derek Carr. Derek Carr, yeah. And if everything goes straight, everything's cool. He, he looks amazing. When Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs run the ball and Ruggs is getting open and right. things are working, he's a damn good quarterback. Um, but when things aren't working, oh man, he he digs the hole even deeper for him. Fact or fiction: Lamar Jackson is the real MVP. Yes. Man, is yeah, right. I don't know because I'm. I'm just think. Look what he's doing with missing half his damn offensive team before the I season know started. That a friend of mine, you know who he is. Uh, he hates Lamar Jackson. He'll look, he'll call me with his stats every game to say, uh-huh. look at his numbers, look at his completion percentage. It doesn't matter. And it's, finds, a, it's a rational hate, but yeah, it's no, oh, it's definitely it, a rational hate. It, but he just, finds a way to win the game, and that's what matters. It's just what he does. Uh-huh. He hates Lamar just because. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fiction. The best quarterback just beat on the Browns yesterday. That's that, your MVP? That's it. Yeah. That, I like Lamar. Um, I don't know if it if he fell off from this yesterday, because I know he didn't, yesterday his stat-wise wasn't great, but 
going into yesterday's game, he was on he's on pace for five thousand passing yards and like eleven 1, hundred rushing yards. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler like Murray that, ain't doing that. Yeah, <laughs> and Murray has a better cast around him right now, so maybe give that. But man, but that's the scary part. Murray lost their tight end. They got Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. and they still got people that, that's, out. That's the wrinkle. How will? Uh, Ertz, Cliff Kingsbury working at Zach Ertz. Yeah, because that's why I'm. That's why mm-hmm. I'm scared of Arizona because even on defense they got people out. So if this team is doing this to everybody and they're not healthy, what's happening when everybody's ready to fight? Uh, two more. Uh, fact or fiction: The Dallas Cowboys will be in the NFC Championship game. Fiction. Man, that's tough because you already got a pencil in Tampa just because Tom Brady's on the team. Yeah. And a, an AFC or NFC championship without Tom Brady just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was in high school the last time. I swear I felt like I was in high school the last time. <laughs> I know uh, Lewis is them being the second best team in the NFC. But I, if, this is a huge if, but if Green Bay can find a way to get home field advantage and they match up with Green Bay, they don't get to the championship. Uh, right now, you're looking at 6-0 Arizona, 5-1 Los Angeles, 5-1 Tampa, 5-1 Green Bay, 5-1 Dallas. Man, and like I said, it's three Dallas killers waiting yeah. on them. That's the wild part. Arizona, <laughs> Green Bay, and the Rams. Yeah, I forgot all about the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. That's what I said. It's three <laughs> Dallas killers yeah. waiting on them. I was just saying, but, you know, the Cowboy fans out there, like, this is our year. We're like, going to make it. They're not winning big, but they're just winning games. Like, he watched the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's watched the game against the Chargers. It's like they just just end up pulling. Will, D- Dak is having a, a great year. Yeah. yeah. Coming, coming like off your, of what he like came Like, your texts were like, Dallas the luckiest ass team. No wait, Patriots the luckiest team. No yeah. wait, nope. Dallas outlucked them. <laughs> Dallas managed to outlock them. I, I, two texted, luckiest you, I texted to you in yeah. real time. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Dallas, man, they're lucky as hell. Wait, the two nope. luckiest teams in the league right now is Dallas and Baltimore. How long are you going to win with luck? If, oh, no. if, if Baltimore is straight. Baltimore up. Look, okay, teams. two things. Baltimore is legit. Yeah, they're just beating and teams lucky at the same time because the Colts game. If they actually do get called for a late game, they can't make that sixty-six yard field goal. Yeah, <laughs> and like I said, that's what I said. Lucky they lost to the Lions, bad officiating. They actually lost to the Colts, bad officiating. So I'm just saying, luck ain't going to keep saving you. And unfortunately, if you're getting all your luck now, that means you're not going to be getting it later. Uh huh. So that's what I said the two luckiest teams are them right now, but the two scariest teams are both of them. <laughs> That I will admit, because who saw this coming out of them? No one. Um, last one, fact or fiction? The Cleveland Browns will still be one of the seven AFC teams in the playoffs. Fiction. It there still will be. Yeah, the so seven teams. Think don't. about it. Seven teams. Okay, hold up. Here we go. Fact. I'm not saying there'll be one or two or three. Buffalo. Or five or six. Yeah. Look, <laughs> look, Buffalo. In. Baltimore. In. Cincinnati. In. Got to pick one, so Tennessee. And by default. And by That's the, what I'm saying. I got to pick it, one. So it's only, It'll be Tennessee or Indy. It's the only one from that conference or division, yeah. Are you going Chiefs, Raiders, or Chargers? 
Chiefs will make it. Chiefs are in. I, okay. in but I don't know if. So you're saying Chiefs are in and Cincinnati's in, right? Nope. I'm saying Chargers and Raiders. Chiefs aren't making so you're the saying, playoffs. So you're saying. Wait. Um, wow. That's a big. <laughs> so you're saying Chargers, Raiders, Titans, mm-hmm. Ravens, Bills, mm-hmm. Bengals, mm-hmm. and your seven is. Who knows? I don't know who seven is. I just know it ain't Cleveland. And I know it ain't my Steelers at this point. So you're saying no Cleveland, no Pittsburgh, and no Kansas City? Yeah. Kansas City is so flawed. Only way Kansas City is winning is someone stupid yes. and forget they can't stop the run. I Kansas City, only because no team outside of, especially since Miami has just completely fell apart. No team outside the Buffalo and the East is getting in. No team, whoever wins the division between Indy and Titans are getting in. So that leaves mm-hmm. all, that le- all the other spots are coming from the West or the Central or the North now, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, it's, mm, it's so, stank pouring games coming. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm sorry, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Kansas City is leading the charge. So, E, you're a factor fiction? I'm saying they get it. I'm saying it'll be a – Cleveland's 1-7? I'm saying 1-7. That's probably going to be 7, but I'm saying 1-7. of the seven. Jason, you're saying they are not one of the 7. No. Pat, you're saying they are? They are. They are I, one I of the 7. I think they'll be 6 or 7, and I honestly think they'll get in instead of Cincinnati. I think they'll still – I think three teams. Yeah, we, do we know if Cincinnati's the real deal yet? I don't – Eggs, Green Bay. Yeah. Beat, beat Minnesota, mm-hmm. lost to Chicago, beat Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. beat Jacksonville, mm-hmm. lost to Green Bay, mm-hmm. beat Detroit. Damn. Are we sure Cincinnati's the real deal? No, because yeah. the reason why I say no is because of that Green Bay game. I, I know I hate the I hate all cliches too because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 the sports <laughs> peeve guy, but learning to win. Yeah, and I know it was a you can say fluky because of the the. Kicker missing it, but everything and and but at the same time, Green Bay was returning the favor. Green Bay knows how to win. Cincinnati didn't. And while we're at Cincinnati, uh, coming up, they are at Baltimore, at the at the Jets versus the Browns, at the Raiders versus the Steelers versus the Chargers versus the Niners, at the Broncos versus the Ravens versus the Chiefs, and finish at the Browns. I see three games they could possibly lose. So you think Cincinnati's? So you think they are the they are the real? So three games, three games they can lose. So they're four and two now. So you're saying they're going ten and seven? Because right now, Pittsburgh ain't shit. That's my team. Cleveland ain't shit. That's y'all team. Kansas City wasn't shit, and I said that before the season started. That's what you said about Tennessee. (laughs) <laughs> and guess what? Tennessee really ain't shit. And the only reason they're going to win is because of their division. So, I'm sorry. I still think Kansas City can turn it around, though. Man. Yeah, they I better. Mean, they have to. I mean, that would be the weirdest story. Like, what happened to Mahomes and Tyreek Hill? They can't did, stop man. the run. They can't stop anybody. They're not just the run. No, I'm just saying, they're not <laughs> stopping the run. And it's starting to become running season. The weather in Kansas City ain't conducive to what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to start getting mollywopped. And I'm sorry. They're playing terrible ball. They, sh- Kansas City should truthfully have two wins, if that. 
Quick, quick question, Jason. Who do you think wins the AFC West? <sighs> That's where I'm stuck. Chiefs, I'm Broncos, stuck. Chargers. No, I'm saying it's between pick, pick, the Raiders pick, and the Chargers. Pick, 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 pick. Both of them two are going from that to this. I appreciate, I appreciate you throwing the Broncos in there just for the <laughs> sake of it. <laughs> so so let's, say, let's say it's the Chargers. So you're, uh, of these four teams, Kansas City, Vegas, Cincinnati, Cleveland, which one's out? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Which ones? Kansas City, mm-hmm. Vegas, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Cleveland. Which one's out? Definitely out. Yes. Not making the playoffs. Out. At this point. <sighs> realistically, everyone's going to say Cincinnati, but I, I can't put a finger on them yet, so I'm going to go with Cleveland. I'm sure I can't. Are, I mean, for real. And I'm just, sure those will be fantastic podcasts to have at that time if that happens. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Our division is in total flux right now. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I'm not saying Cincinnati's real, but they have. But they, they had the least amount look, of injuries. When they, injuries, injury luck, and when they look good, they do look really good. The problem is they look good against Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, and Detroit. Yeah. And but like I said, and you can't blame them for who they had to play. No, because we no, we're in the division. We're gonna play and except right, for Arizona. We're gonna play the same same team. And right now, everyone coming down the pipeline who gotta play Cincinnati is battered and bruised. And I don't know when health is gonna be in. I, I mean, truthfully. But speaking of health though. As good as the guy is, the way he plays, I don't know how Burrow's standing up right there the, all season at the same time. That's another and factor that could play. I mean, and that could take and that's, that takes Cincinnati from a ten or eleven win team to a six or seven win team like a like that. And I mean, that's the same thing I can say about Baltimore know. because Lamar Jackson should have been hurt oh. Oh, three it, games it, ago. He's been surviving some nasty well, hits. It's, it's been since his rookie year. We said what people have been saying he's going to get hurt. Yeah. He no, can't, I, he can't sustain this this success. No, I'm not talking about sustain. I'm talking about he's actually taking some nasty hits, and I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, he got well, up from that. I mean, everybody in the world knows if you see Tyler Huntley on the field, see the season's gone for Baltimore, flat yeah. out. And but. With that said, um, moving on so we can get close to wrapping this up. Uh, week seven games. You know how it goes. Just pick them real quick. Say what you got to say and, and just keep it moving. Thursday night, 3-3 three and three Denver at 3-3 three and three Cleveland. I've already paid Cleveland. I'll stay, stick with Cleveland. I'm sticking with Cleveland myself. Yep, still going still going with the Broncos. Jason? Who the hell cares? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait to play along, Jason. No, I mean, for real, I have no clue, man. I can see either or smashing the other. Um, Sunday, 1 o'clock games. 2-4 and four, Washington at 5-1 and one, Green Bay. I'm going to go with Green Bay. I know that's a – That's going to be bad. I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm, uh, yeah, that's – It's a, a toss-up. Uh, yeah, yeah. no, Let me flip a coin real it's quick. A, and It's a tough one to think about. <laughs> Um, three and three Kansas City at Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> That's mm. how much he has. <laughs> so I, much. I thought Vate was getting fired. No, wait, wait. Like, he he gotta, feels so strongly, strongly about Kansas City right now that he's willing to take the team he's hated since before Week One. 
to Tennessee beat Kansas City. Won't stop running. You know what? For fantasy purposes, because I have Derrick Henry, I hope you're right. <laughs> Kansas City. I don't know how they'll win. They're going to give up 200 rushing yards, but Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, that seems about right. Um. Oh, wow, this is a, a knockdown, dragout fight, the best game of the week. The 2-3 and three Atlanta Falcons at the 1-5 Miami Dolphins. Oh, man. <laughs> Who that? wins that? Pass. Whoever's asleep. It's 1 p.m. You're sleeping late. Whoever's asleep. It's a 1 p.m. game, so the winner are the people that get the Browns or get the, get a different game up here to watch instead of that one. Yeah, if you got direct TV, you're the winner. <laughs> if, if your local game is Atlanta-Miami, ask, you know, ask your family, ask your parents, ask your wife, ask your girlfriend, there's some, to- there's some chores to do. Maybe you need to run to the store. You got to cut the grass or something. Maybe you got to watch a movie you need to catch up on. Maybe you got to bend some more TV. So don't watch Falcons Dolphins. <laughs> don't don't ruin your weekend by watching Falcons Dolphins. It, the only people that should be forced to watch Falcons Dolphins is if you live in Atlanta or Miami. And let's be honest, they ain't watching Falcons Dolphins either. <laughs> yeah, Miami's all going to be on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got better things to do. They're going to do attendance watch for this one. <laughs> um... One and four Jets at two and four New England Patriots. Uh, Patriots actually look like a pretty decent team, yeah, despite two and four. I think safe to say Bill was not going to lose two in a row this time. Not to the Jets. He better not. Okay. <laughs> Who cares? Because this is going to be a New England bash. This, this might be the, oh, wow, Mac Jones really is that good guy game. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's against the Jets, but, you know. Is there an over-under how many picks uh, Kyle Wilson's going to throw? Uh, Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. Um, whatever. Whatever his name is. What's, what's the face? INT guy. <laughs> um, Let's see. We have the 3-3 three and three Carolina Panthers at the 1-5 and five New York Giants. Carolina. Yeah, Carolina, because Barkley's going to be out still. So. For fantasy purposes, Carolina. Danny Dimes. Come, Danny, quit giving that daggone defense dimes. <laughs> Danny Dimes will be Danny. Welcome to the unemployment line after the season. Um, four and two. Actually, this might be game of the week. Depends on how they look. Four and two, Cincinnati at five and one, Baltimore. Does Baltimore play away at all this Never. season? Never. <laughs> They're at they MT Bankfield again. They have, 70, they, like they have seventeen home games. I swear, it feels like that. <laughs> They? they were at MT last, yeah, for the Chargers in the week before. They were that's yeah. three straight home games. No, take it, it. They play home against the Colts. They play home against the Chargers. Home against Cincinnati, and then they play home against Minnesota. <laughs> they don't go back on they the road. Really Look, they don't go back on the road until November 11th when they play Miami. They, they, have, they have an Alabama schedule. Like, like we just play home games. <laughs> <laughs> the Alabama Crimson Tide have never played in a late game under Saban. Damn shame how Cincinnati to Citadel. Yeah. But <laughs> Actually, but you know what? You're taking Cincinnati? One point win. You're taking Cincinnati over Baltimore. All right. One Good. point win. E? Well, just to make things interesting, I can't do it. I want to, I want to say Cincinnati, but I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm going with Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore don't got no secondary, and Cincinnati can get them. I'm going to go Baltimore, though. Just 
fantasy purposes, give me Cincinnati, but get for purposes, <laughs> but for the win, give me Baltimore. <laughs> uh four o'clock games. Only four of them. Uh two and four, Philadelphia at four and two, Las Vegas. That's so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Philly hurts calling sick. <laughs> oh, it's not wrong. The next one's wrong, but go ahead. It's <laughs> worse than that. Let's go. Here we go. I'm going with Vegas. Yeah, this this is like a classic, like one of those like Vegas just off a big win just after the coach got fired. But I can't pick up pick against them at home. Well, actually, I will. I'm taking Philadelphia. Oh, oh. Uh, you said that was so wrong. I could be wrong. The nibbling kneecaps Lions 0 6 at the 5 and 1 Los Angeles Rams. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Call that sick now. Yeah. Playing the, the home. The God, don't show up. The plane They're going to tell you how mad the they thing. are. The that plane is the left. Do not show up. That is the Jared Goff return the plane game. The plane left without us. Don't show up. They're going to hurt you, boy. Dan Campbell's already calling out Jared Goff in week six. Ooh. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. I think somebody may have eight sacks and get ejected for killing a quarterback. <laughs> God. So everybody's safely going Rams on this one, right? Yeah. And you know how I said it gets worse? Yeah. <clears throat> the one in five Houston Texans at the six and zero Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Davis Mills has a no, no. I'm I'm playing though. No. Ooh. <laughs> There's nothing to do on Sunday. <laughs> the, the Davis, That's four o'clock. The Davis yeah. Mills breakout game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine the story if the Texans took out Arizona? Oh my God! They betray- <laughs> Ooh, man, jeez, yeah, it's rough. There's, there's <laughs> three real what the? Those are the four o'clock. Those these are. There's one more four o'clock, but that's, that's what's that? Uh oh, real, everybody's going Cardinals, obviously, right? Yeah. Okay. The three and three Chicago Bears at the five and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm fine. Them to do at four o'clock. That's what I say. If you got chores to do, you got to go to the store. You got to cook something. It sucks. I'm Sunday's be at work. probably a good day. I can't day. even go to sleep. <laughs> got naps to take. Sunday at four o'clock yeah, is a good day. I think we're gonna go all <laughs> unanimous on this one too with Buccaneers. Absolutely, we take a Justin Just Fields. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I had to, I had to look. I would take Justin Fields, but. Rams, 15-and-a-half point favorite. 15-and-a-half. <laughs> Bucks, 13-and-a-half point favorite. God. Cardinals, 17 point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Two touchdowns in a field. This Our, is college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are playing the Citadel. Look at that. Um, Henry. So, uh, so are all those oh, hold on is are the Cardinals, Bucks, and Rams. Rams all home? They're all at home. They're all at home. Yes. And they're all at four o'clock. Yeah, that's I, I was wondering how. And the and the Raiders are at four o'clock too, but you, Which so you, you were taking the solitaire yeah. online. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering with the high sp- with the high point spread if they were all at home, but yeah. yeah. Um, this is a streaming. It was a way they'd be a twenty point favorite. God the almighty. eight o'clock game Sunday night for week seven is the two and four Indianapolis Colts at the two and three San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I have no <laughs> Oh God! My Sunday is ruined. Niners. Not, I, 
I know he's looked better the last couple weeks. I still don't have any faith in Carson Wentz. I can't root Niners. for Carson Wentz just because of what I've Even said do I. Past, So mm-hmm. I can't. Niners off a bye with Trey Lance, maybe. To give him a little, give him some extra wrinkles in there. So, yeah, I'll take the Niners. And the Monday night game next week, uh, the 3-2 and two New Orleans Saints at the Seattle Seahawks. Can I actually say... After the 1 p.m. games on Sunday, you don't got to watch football until <laughs> Thursday night. If your last game Sunday is the Cincinnati-Baltimore game, this has been a good day. you'll be okay. But if you try to watch more football Sunday, it might be shaky. What's the Thursday night game for next week? For week eight? Yeah. Um, One second. Uh, while I'm looking that up, uh, the, the reason why the games are what they are, the bye weeks for week seven are Buffalo, Dallas, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, the Chargers, and Jacksonville. Oh. So that's why, you know, some of these games are, you know, shaky, shaky. Um, You, you said the week eight Thursday night game, yeah. right? The week eight Thursday night game, because I was looking at week seven because, you know, Denver, Cleveland. The week eight Thursday night game is a great one. So you have that to look forward to. Green Bay at Arizona. Okay. So you're telling me from <laughs> this Sunday at four, you're going to have to watch to, look, football until Thursday. Look, yes. from, from this, from the ending of the Cincinnati-Baltimore game, right? Yeah. To approximately 8.20 on October 28th. You'll be good. Ooh. <laughs> the NFL, I know they like, oh, my God. But, as mad as you feel, Fox and CBS feel worse. And, and they get the, like a constant and, loop of the sound of music like NBC <laughs> did. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll do a podcast before week eight begins or so. But uh, looking at the week eight night game, I'm not going to look at the whole, but the week eight night games is Dallas at Minnesota. Mm. And Monday night is the Giants at Kansas City. But yeah, that, that Thursday night game, Green Bay, Arizona, that's that's the Ooh, one. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the Super Bowl. That's, <laughs> that's, that's must watch TV right there. You gonna um, see dudes calling off work Friday? <laughs> That's crazy. That's it. Let's go ahead and wrap this show up. Uh, a little bit of what's your fandom? If you don't know, what's your fandom could be literally anything: TV shows, music, uh, movies, video games, food, restaurants you went to, shows you went to, music acts you've seen. Um, Jason, what's your fandom for the show? Um, Other than uh, yawns. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, let me see. What's my fandom? I'd have to say our podcast. At CLE Phantom Pop? <laughs> no, I'm just saying in all. I, I'm really feeling good about being back with the guys. Mm-hmm. Wish we could have a couple more of the old standbys around. We might be able to talk them into it at some point, too. Yeah, but yeah, I'm feeling good about that. And actually, you know what I got really, I can honestly say, Cleveland Browns. Twitter is my fandom. It was hilarious yesterday. I'm sorry. This guy. No, it was. It was good. <laughs> it was good, man. So so nice he mentioned it twice. Had to mention it twice. E, what's your fandom for this show? Uh, versus KRS versus Big Daddy Kane. I know it's old. I know I'm an old head. I don't care. I grew up on this hip-hop shit. What I say matters. That was one of the <laughs> best things I've ever saw. Real MCs rapping, DJs DJing, scratching, cutting, even brought out Crazy Legs 
and some break dancers to do so we have all so you can hit other than Bad Fire Freddy with a spray can, all the elements of hip hop. All the elements of hip hop. It was great. Also, uh, uh, another reminder that KRS is one of the best live rap performances you'll ever see. And don't take my word for it, he will tell you himself. Okay, well, he is, man. He is, yeah, he, he will be he like, uh, like, in case you haven't heard, I'm one of the best ever. Yeah. He ain't lying. He's like one, two, three, four, and five. Cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to go real quick, and then I'm going to toss it to Pat so he can finish it off. Phantom for my week for this show. Uh, Halloween Kills came out. Watched it on Peacock last night. Eh. <laughs> I want it to be better, but it's. It is okay. It's not a bad movie, but when you know that Halloween ends comes out like a year from now, you kind of know where this is going. He's he can't die because you got another one coming. But you know, it is what it, even though Halloween ends should be the end of the whole quote unquote new trilogy. But Halloween Kills is a is a decent watch if you got like an hour forty five to kill. It's a short movie, but. You know, it is what it is. That's my fandom for for this episode. Pat, finish it off. What's your fandom? Uh, let me because we haven't touched on it, even though it's sports. Uh, I'm gonna go college football route. Um, we're hitting up really good. This week isn't so great. I think what, what's going to happen is, um, watch out. Uh, I think Thursday is. I think that Coastal Carolina Cinderella might be going because they got Appalachian State and Appalachian is actually a pretty damn good team. Mm-hmm. Um. The following weekend, though, and it, I know as an Ohio State fan, you don't want to say it for this week, but for you don't want to say it often, but for this week, man, I'm hoping that Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan take care of some business. I'm not sure who all they're playing, but that would set us up next week with Penn State at Ohio State, and I think it's in Lansing as Michigan versus Michigan State. And those those are two top ten matchups, and could, depending on what it could be, I think Ohio State's five, Penn State's seven, Michigan six, and Michigan State's nine. So Big Ten very heavy in the top yeah, ten that, right now. Yeah, they're 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 big right now. Just to give you a quick update for this week, Ohio State's playing Michigan. No, I mean Indiana. I'm sorry, Indiana, Indiana, Michigan's North Northwestern, Northwestern, Penn State's Illinois, and the Spartans are on the bye. Okay, fine. that's good. That's good because I I'm worried about. The, I've been worried about Michigan State all year as far as carrying along as, as long as they have. But, yeah, those teams should take care of it. I know Ohio State's on the road, but they'll handle it. And then, yeah, that goes into next week with a big, huge Big Ten showdown mm-hmm. between, again, Penn State at Ohio State, which is actually a night game. Finally, we get a Penn State at night because every time that we play. The, that is the all-Scarlet game, Yeah, right? that's the all-Scarlet game. Every time we play at Penn State, they always do the whiteout, and then we always play them at noon or 3.30. So I'm glad that we got them at night this year with the Scarlet game. And then, like I said, Michigan, Michigan State, big old big old rivalry there. So that's my fandom getting into that. I was going to – would have said baseball, but I'm avoiding that, that topic <laughs> for at least a day. So Dodgers got to get a win. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, a few more than more than one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, yeah. They got to start with one. Look, yeah. You can't get walked off every night. Yeah. Uh, but that said, that'll do it for this episode. Episode 8 of the Cleveland Fandom Podcast. Uh, you can follow Cleveland Fandom Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at CLE Fandom Pod. You can follow Jason Roberts at at Kratos Lives. You can follow Pat Luta at P Luta. Follow Everett Williams at EVSYN Williams. 
And until next time, have a good night, everybody, and let us know what's your fandom. <laughs>